Or I would say. How about you just honest and say I'm not interested? Or I would say, or I'd say, hey, um, I'm sorry, but by me dating you would up your value and decrease mine. <laughs> your stock would go up, mine would go down, and I, I'm into business, so it's not a wise business decision. And now. Hey, hey. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California. This sounds great. You sound amazing. I always sound amazing. It's the world famous. Everybody sit off like BFS. Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you doing today? You know, thank you so much for listening, and I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and welcome to episode 130 of the Chris and Christine Show. Oh, wow. Fantastic. 130 official episode. You're acting weird. What is your problem tonight? You're a goofball. It is Saturday. We are back to our normal broadcast uh, schedule. Oh my gosh. Okay, everybody, if you were sitting here in the studio with us, Chris is like enunciating everything. We are back to our normal podcasting schedule. Are you working on your articulation, like I, trying tr- to be a radio jockey or whatever uh, they call them? Radio jockey. Yeah, like a camel jockey or, or No, a- didn't they used to call them like Horse like jockey. disc jockeys. That's isn't that what a DJ is? Correct, mundo. Yes, I believe it is. Right. Yeah. So you're like a radio jockey, like an RJ. Yeah, like my back in my old radio days back in college, like way long time ago. Yes. I actually had to do these things called CDs. Well, oh my gosh, why are you over enunciating? You're such a combat good- disc for short. CDs. <laughs> oh goodness! If this is how this episode is going to go, then everybody is in for some fun. Oh, we're bringing the fun strong today. I know we definitely are because we are running this episode just. You and me, we're getting back to basics because it's been a while since we've had a just straight up Chris and Christine only show. And so we're going to be running a Chris and Christine only show episode today. That is fantastic. So how has your work week been during the last time we heard from you, baby? Um, Well, I have a question for you first. Oh, yeah. Please go right ahead. Um, Your favorite word that you say during the podcast is? Fantastic. Yes. Is it one or is it two words? Because you just went, fan. Fantastic. Well, that, you know, that's funny. It's how you say that. It's how I came up with podtastic was because I Wait, said fantastic. Wait, who came up with podtastic? I did. I did. Are you sure? I came up with it. I said podtastic. It is my idea. Don't be mansplaining and stealing it from me. Uh, see what I deal with, guys. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, folks, ladies. When I say guys, I mean like everybody in generally speaking. I you know, know, but that's a very masculine approach. You should say folks. No, no, masculine would be like, hey, fellas. Well, there's no difference from saying, hey, guys. It's the same exact thing. You say, hey, guys, when you mean like everybody included. No, you? that's masculine term. Hey, guys. It's like no, hey, a guy. No, you would say like, hey, men. Uh, that would be. No, that's the same thing as saying, hey, guys. No, it's not. Hey, gals. If I was to say to everybody, hey, gals. <laughs> Exactly. See, I'm going to start saying that from now on. Hey, gals. Oh, me and the boys would just hate that. <laughs> exactly. Just like the ladies hate it when you say, hey, guys, say folks. I don't think ladies really matter. They don't really care what? about that. The ladies don't matter? <laughs> what are you saying I right mean, now? I they mean, don't, they don't care that much about it. Uh, yes, we do. Have uh, you ever asked a lady? Yeah. No, you haven't. All the time. No, you haven't. Uh, hey, guys. How you guys doing? You know, I've had girls on my podcast before on the, on the Podtastic Audio, two ladies at a time, and I've said, hey, guys, thanks for showing up today. 
And that doesn't mean that it didn't bother them by being called a guy. Sometimes I say gals, but uh, or I say, hey, ladies. Or I'll, I'll hey, folks. Or hey, y'all. I'll drop the ladies a lot. How about you say y'all from now on? What am I, from the South? Come on. Yeah, yeah. why not? It's, I mean, gender neutral term. Y'all. <sighs> I would like to, I would like to remind you that we are equals in this room. And from an equity lens, dear, I would prefer if you say folks or y'all instead of guys. I'm not a guy. Fine. Will you work on it? I'll try. Thank you. As Yoda would say, there it's either do or do not. There is no try. So Well, I do it a try. How about that? <laughs> but uh, you were asking me about my week since the last episode. Uh, it's been a crazy busy week. I had a lot of stuff happening last week with my day job. and uh, But exciting news is that we officially, officially, officially broke ground on Christine Smith Design Studio. Wow. Last, last week we were talking about how we had the electrical done, but as of now, there's a foundation for both the design studio and the floral cooler, and the floral cooler has the framing up. Uh, so not all of the siding is up. There's like some of the out exterior siding. And then today... The air conditioning unit got delivered for the design studio and then the CoolBot, which is a special technology yeah. that we're using for the floral floral cooler, right. the device got delivered, but we're still waiting for the wall AC unit you know, for that I one. I saw that thing on the counter there by the front door. I'm like, that thing is like super small. Yeah. Like the box it came in, I kid you not, it was smaller than, it was about almost size like a- Two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to side side sandwiches. I was going to say more like an iPod box or like iPad box. Uh, I think it's like even smaller than an iPad box. It's like it's literally like if you were to put two PB&J sandwiches side by side and maybe double stack them. So, I mean right. it's it's not gigantic, but what's inside is really cool technology that I think that I mentioned it last week, but if not, I'm going to cuz I think it's so cool. What it is, this cool bot, it's from a company called Store It Cold. And what they've done is they figured out how to connect this device to a traditional window or wall AC unit. And what it does is it keeps the AC unit from freezing up by and allows it to bring the temperature down to like 40 degrees, where typically those wall AC units are supposed to regulate around like 65 um, or, you know, 60 degrees at the most is like the lowest that it should go. But the cool bot allows it to run at a lower temperature while still regulating itself. And it's all Wi-Fi enabled and I can control it from my phone so that once it's set up, I will be able to remotely turn on the air conditioner for the floral cooler and get it started cooling down. So like, I could be, I don't know. I don't even know if I have to be like in proximity to it. If it's Wi-Fi, you'd probably be anywhere in the world. Really. Yeah, I think so. I think I can just like, if I'm at work at the office and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to have a floral delivery in a couple of hours. Um, I need to turn on the floral cooler and be like, hey, Chris, can you just make sure that they stack everything into the cooler? Like that easy. Isn't that amazing? It, it is amazing. When you're saying that, how you kind of trick the air conditioning to keep it at a certain temperature, it almost reminds me of these... 
uh, it's totally against the law, by the way, here in California, is to do the automatic, the auto car, auto tunes for your car to where you can tune your car to make your engine do things it normally shouldn't be doing. Oh. Make it go faster, hold the injection longer, run more air, make it go faster. We yeah. tune your, make it flames fly out the back of the car. Of the but exhaust. this is very different. I know. I guess I can't yeah, thinking so about it. I, I, I see that it's a parallel. Thinking about that, how you trick something to do something it really wasn't designed to do. Now, is it going to break? the uh, air conditioning by no, no, tricking no. it like this? No, so that's the thing is that they've developed the CoolBot technology to specifically go with, uh, I mean, it can go with a lot of different wall AC units, but I purchased an LG wall AC unit because it's recommended that they go together because they know that they work very well together. And if you look online and like watch on Instagram and you look at all of these people that are creating these floral cooler rooms versus like purchasing this big um, refrigerators that they bring in for flowers. Uh, you'll see in the videos, the cool bot is attached to the wall right next to it. And it's just super cool. I'm so excited. Like I am beyond excited to see how everything comes together over the next two weeks because they think that it's going to be finished within the next two weeks. Really? You know, yeah. it's a running theme. Two weeks to finish any job. Two weeks. And when you say we actually broke ground here on the studio, you know, we had the whole town was here. The mayor was here. They had the ribbon cutting ceremony and everything. Did you see all that? What are you talking about right now? When they right broke now? ground for your construction building. No. A middle is just in my head. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> You're being so bizarre Can you today. imagine if the mayor was here cutting a ribbon for your little studio? <laughs> well, you know, my sister is the mayor of my hometown, so there I could just go. invite her to come down. Yeah, <laughs> or you can do it on Zoom or something. Maybe it's like a Zoom cutting. I don't know. Is that how you do it these days? Zoom cuttings? Oh, my word. You are a piece of work today. What has gotten it into you? It is Saturday, you know, you know. Yes, everybody knows it's Saturday, but what's gotten into you? Vacation, Chris, which you all love, by the way. And then they got weekend, Chris. It's like a miniature version of of a vacation, Chris. Is a weekend, Chris. I'm always living for the weekend, baby. You know me. Um. Yeah, but you're just like a special kind of weird today. So, like, what's gotten into you? What's going on in your work week that's made you so excited for today? Well, first off, I get to be here with you and the kids. I had to pick the kids up and, and see you today and help you with your flower stuff today on the front yard. And, and Okay. When you say help me, what are you actually taking credit for? The world needs to know. All the folks out there need to know. Well, I'm taking credit for actually helping you lift some tables and moving them into the van. <laughs> So call me the logistics manager. I took, uh, I took yes, care of that. Yes, you did help me with lifting uh, two tables and helping me move a third one. Thank oh, you. You're welcome. You're all welcome. I you know really do appreciate it. They were very heavy. Yeah, you know, you got the Christine actually rented a cargo van similar to the ones that like you'll see from like FedEx or uh, Amazon. Yeah, it's like kind of Amazon. like a Mercedes Sprinter, but it's a Ford Transit, is what it's called. Right. It's a big, giant, almost like a. It's a van, but it's big, so it's almost like the size of a small motorhome, really, on the inside. Um, yeah, some of the people – it's funny that you say that because as I was driving home today in the van, I passed another van kind of off of the side of the road here on um, the oh. highway right by where we live. Right, yeah. And it was one of those like converted into like a little motorhome because I was thinking, I wonder – like you could fit a bedroom 
and maybe like a small bathroom in there, maybe a little kitchen area. I don't know. You'd have to outfit it pretty tight, but it's they've got cool. They've got companies that design all that kind of stuff for you, really. And you're not actually, you don't own the van. We were just talking about that earlier. Like, hey, if you bought the van, would it help out for your business? You said, absolutely not, because you just rent the thing for what, a couple hundred bucks? Right. And, and then so, you just put that in your cost for your wedding. Right. And that's part of it is if it's going to be a really large floral order, then I have to... Um, put in for delivery costs. I mean, I always charge labor and I always charge delivery, but weddings that are over a certain amount in terms of the volume, the delivery cost goes up because then I'm going to need to secure a cargo van rental. Or at least a trailer. You should do the trailers. No, I need, I've, I've switched away from the trailers because they're not air conditioned and it was just too challenging and then after my right. then after my devastating situation of not of kind of getting trapped at the end of a street because I couldn't back up the trailer that's kind of that ship has passed for now right. but yeah um yeah the cargo van is definitely a good solution for us because it's just a couple hundred dollars and I recover that cost through the delivery fees. Yeah, and I was, I was kind of thinking like, it, we're looking at used ones on the used market, like used cargo vans. Even used ones are like super expensive. Yeah, they are. And you would take you like years to make that money back on that. Right, and so like if I'm going to use a cargo van, like maybe once every three or four weddings, like, I don't need to purchase one because it's not frequent enough that it would even equate to a car payment. You know what and I mean? And there's one cool little thing you mentioned today. I thought this was the coolest thing ever. What? In the whole wedding business you decided to do. You said, you know what I'm going to do is go over to, what's the, uh, the uh, printer place called? You're going to go get the... Uh, oh, I was going to go to Vistaprint online. And you're going to print out a giant magnet that you just stick on the side of the van with your whole wedding business <laughs> logo. I think that's fantastic because you can take it off when you're not using the van. Yeah, well, you had mentioned it like a long time ago when you were trying to get me to get one to put on my Explorer. And yeah. I was like, heck no, I'm not going to be like weird and just like, here, let me just put it on the side of my Explorer. However, on the side of a clean white cargo van, being able to have some type of logo on there would look really sharp. And so, so professional. Yeah. And so I was thinking about creating one, but I don't want to do like a vinyl sticky because well, that a would sticker, just, but like a magnet, right? What I was saying is I don't want to get a vinyl sticker or vinyl sticky because you put it on one car and then you take it off at the end of the rental and it's ruined. And so I was looking up different options and there was this vehicle magnet that you can do. Right. They have them for your refrigerator. I've seen them. They're like small, thin, like almost like a piece of paper or a piece of cardboard in thickness. And they're just magnet. You just stick them on there and they're flappy, you know, and stuff. And they're I've had a couple of those, not big ones. On your car? No, like for the refrigerator. Like when you, when you go to like some places, they'll have like these free ones they give you for stuff like the home you show. You mean like a fridge magnet? Yeah, that's what they're called. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> you know, the refrigerator ones. You're you know? such a dingbat. The world knows what a magnet no, is. No, they do not. Yes, they do. <laughs> You're such a goofball today. But what else has been going on with you? Oh, my work week has been, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's, when you go back to work, you know, you, you it's not too bad. <laughs> I love how I was like, how was your work week? And this is how you go. Well, uh, you know how the work week goes. It's like, um, you know, it's uh, 
kind of sure yeah you and know, then it happens not so bad <laughs> and then friday comes and you're like yeah. yes so excited for the weekend so but next week you have quite an interesting week up ahead of you and i i don't know how we're gonna manage it but yeah i know i have to go to los angeles which is another city folks maybe you've heard of it i have to go up to los angeles bright and early on tuesday morning at 8 a.m i have to be there 8 a.m which means i have to leave here probably 5 a.m if oh, even that late. My goodness. And but you typically work nights. So first of all, you're not a morning person. Second yeah. of all, you're loud as heck when you're yeah. getting ready in the morning. So my question is, because I have a wedding on Monday, yeah. and I'm barely going to be getting home around like 1130 midnight. At like Monday night? Monday night slash Tuesday morning. Uh, you're going to actually, you know what? You're going to get a feel for what it's like to be Christine. Like you come home in the middle of the night and you're like dropping your shoes and doing this and I doing that. I keep it really quiet when I do that. Actually, last night you did. It was great. Yeah, but see, I'm going to try and wake you up. Please don't. You know, <laughs> please, please don't. That's not fun. Oh, welcome to my world. I am always in your world, baby. Uh-huh. Well, anything else coming up for you in your work week? Um, I'm trying to think. I go to LA. Not too much work wise, but I did have a fantastic episode on Podtastic Audio last week. Yes, you did. Tell us all about it. I had this, okay. You know, when we started this podcast, you know, we started the podcast a while ago, and a lot of other shows also kind of started around that same time. Right. And during that time, we got approached to be in a network a while ago called Podbreed. We are still part of the Podbreed network. We are? I haven't heard you talk about it. Well, we are. We're still in the Podbreed network. Anyways, point being is this. A lot of other shows are also in the network. That's what it's called, the network. And one of the other shows was called Basement Surge. They were also in the same network with us. So uh, uh, John and Frank did a show, kind of like we do a show. They do the same kind of show from a basement, obviously called Basement Surge, in their basement in Brooklyn. And so they that show, wait, I have a question. What does the show get recorded in a basement? Yes. <laughs> How'd you figure that out? <laughs> you only said it five times. You're like the ahead. world's best detective. Thank you. I'm so good. So they do a show in their basement and the show has been kind of on a hiatus because it's been kind of hard to wrangle like different times and time to record. And, you know, we, we, we get problems when you're trying to figure out what time we have this, uh, um, what day can we record? Can we do it like this? They do video too. So they got a lot of elements going on in their whole production. They put a big production going on. Wah, wah, wah. I know. Anyways, so he started his own show called Basement Reload, and John's trying to do his own thing by himself with guests and things like that. So I had him on Podtastic Audio to talk all about it. You know what? That's an interesting approach. If your co-host isn't able to record an episode with you to just like do it on your own, huh? Wonder who might learn a thing or two from that. I don't know. I did Podtastic Audio by myself. We're exactly. Talking about. But I wonder what the Chris and Christine show would be like without Christine. Are you trying to tell me something? No. Are, you, are you trying to like uh, abandon ship here? No, I'm not. I just always wonder like if I was to not be able to record an episode for a week, would you just be like, well, I can't do it? Or would you be like, the show must go on? I think the show must. I'm going to drag your corpse in here and say, you got to do the oh show. Oh my gosh. I didn't even say that I couldn't do the show because I was dead. Well. Drag my corpse in. That's a little gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> skeleton, skeleton Christine. And I'd be on video. I'd be like, weekend at Bernie's. Like, move your. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> Put the sunglasses on me and be like, stiff as a. Yeah, yes. Board. Okay, that's enough. That's gruesome. Oh, well. <laughs> But uh, anyways, I had John on the show. It was a fantastic episode. And I did uh, mention about how Zoom, if you do Zoom for your interviews, how Zoom just changed the game. If you're using a free plan for Zoom, you probably have the 
paid plan for Zoom. But if you do the free... Just for my main job, but tell me more. What is this going on with Zoom? On the free version of Zoom, I just found out that they're capping it to 40 minutes maximum. Just like they did for the group sessions, they have it on the solo one-on-one sessions now too. But why would they do that? I I don't know. They're going to lose people because it's like if I'm in a meeting and I can only have 40 minutes with somebody and then I'm going to have to pay... Like, it's not going to make me want to go get a paid subscription. It's going to make me irritated and be like, fine, let's just FaceTime instead. Well, if you can do that, but not everybody has Apple computers and Apple, you know, iPhones and stuff. Besides, I think using, you know, if someone's on a phone doing FaceTime and you're on a computer doing FaceTime, it's just weird, you know? How is it any different from Zoom? I don't know. I don't really use Zoom. But isn't Zoom like works on everything, computers and all that stuff? Um, Yeah, pretty much for the most part. Yeah, so Zoom is pretty much a staple. I mentioned that in the episode. And I also mentioned that the solution, I would say, is you have up to 40 minutes. Okay, great. Maximize your time. You Use uh, 20 minutes for the interview. Don't go carried away, you know? Or even better idea is because we're talking about podcasting, not video casting, abandon doing videos for interviews and switch to Clean Feed Pro. Yeah, that's what we do. That's I mean, what we do. It's cheaper than Zoom and it's more reliable. The audio quality is much superior and I vote clean feed for the win. There you go. And hey. we're going to um, just right now, spontaneously, we're going to have the first ever annual Chris and Christine show podcasting technology awards. And the award goes to clean feed. Oh, well, there you go. Mark and Mark. Congratulations. You know, <laughs> every time you say Mark, Mark and Mark, it makes me think of Marky Mark. Oh, well, it's not. <laughs> Mark, Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mark and Mark of the Clean Feed crew. Yeah. That should be a new band. You yeah. Know? And that was not sponsored. It's just we really love Clean Feed. And when I did hear that Zoom was going to start having these minimums when you were talking with me about it, I was like, you know what? People should just go to Clean Feed because the feed is really a lot more reliable anyways. And yeah, we're not paid by them. We're just huge fans. But I think the problem I think what I hear from a lot of people, even talking to John, is that he's not used to doing it that way. He's only used to doing video or a camera. Like that's all they've ever done. But that's okay. I don't buy that argument from people because since the beginning of time, right, people yeah. have been having phone conversations with one another where yeah, they didn't have, they did not have to see their facial expressions. They could carry on a phone conversation with somebody without having to like watch their body language and it's like oh look at that thing behind you in the picture what is that is that a trophy got behind you oh what is that over there oh i see your little kid just walked behind you in the shot like right exactly you all have had phones so nobody can pretend like they don't know how to do an interview just over phone have you had a conversation with anybody that's longer than three minutes on the phone okay then you can use clean feed (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) on to the next oh am i feisty enough for you today fantastic that's such a turn on baby <laughs> um okay remember family friendly podcast of course well so what do we have coming up in this episode hey, today speaking of family and family fun you know i thought about something you know the show called the family feud i haven't seen it in forever yeah in a long steve time. harvey is the the host of it now and it's I so some, funny i saw some really crazy like skits on on instagram <laughs> yeah where this guy no don't don't even say it Are i know because you, sure? you reposted it i've already <laughs> seen it nope we're good this girl goes nope. up she distracts him nope without just, using her hands so okay. just say that chris i said just stop <laughs> family friendly podcast because you've reposted that four times which makes me think like 
you're the one that's been looking at what she was distracting everybody with. So, oh, well. moving on, Family uh, Feud. So, Family Feud, I decided, since you're not a guest today, I figured, you know what we can do? I went online and I found a list of Family Feud-style questions that were already asked, the, I guess, the public, general public, these questions. Okay, well, it's not really a list because people don't like it when we do lists, but it is, you're putting on a little segment of a game show for us, right? That is correct. So, when we get back, you... Me and our listener on the other end is going to play along with the Chris and Christine show Family Feud. And we will be back with it right after this. Hey there, K2 crew. We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories. And guess what? You might just end up on the show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. And today, instead of having a fantastic guest, we are going to play a fantastic game are with we? you and me and everybody. Okay, so what is this game called? It is called Family Feud Questions for Adults. Okay, that sounds inappropriate. Remember, family-friendly podcast. I know, but it's not. I think when they say adults, meaning that they're not like, um, how many crayons are in the crayon box or something. You know, they're like basic questions. They're more like questions that for like more grown-ups to really understand and get at you know okay so who am i going to actually play against then since it has to be another grown-up we're not playing so to speak we're just gonna ask you, them you totally missed that family feud what other adult am i gonna play against <laughs> i guess me wait no that's my point is where's the other adult <laughs> clover where you at <laughs> so who wants to go first you want me to go first you want to go first uh i want you to go first okay so first of all what we have here is chris has a set of questions and separately i have a set of different questions and so uh family feud style if you're not familiar with the game show what it is is it's like um they ask these questions and they've surveyed like a hundred random people and then they try to calculate up what the responses are to those specific questions. And the goal is to try and answer the question with one of the top five responses from the random people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know how many survey says. Now, are these percentages of people or are these actual data of the people they actually survey? I was kind of wondering about those numbers. It's the number of people because if you count it up based off of this, it it's, doesn't almost, add, it's close to 100. Right. But this, I thought it equaled 100. So when I, when I saw that, I was like, maybe this is percentages, but it's not. It's no, actual. it's numbers. Okay. It's numbers. So let's say they asked me a random 100 people these questions and these are what these random people have said about these questions. Basically. Right. So it's like a data survey. Okay. So we're going to take turns. So you, so do I get points? Like what happens if I get like the top answer correct? Do I um, automatically get to ask you two questions in a row? Like, are we going to compete against each other? Because I can't just do this and be like, oh, it's just fun. I, I, I have oh, to win. Oh, okay. How about this, babe? If you get it right, mm -hmm. the top answer, you have to guess the bottom answer in the same category. How that's a penalty. I don't know. I Why mean, would I want to do that? Okay, let's just play. Okay, okay. So the very first question I have here is on the family feud. On which topic might a father give advice to his son? Um. Okay, and so I have to keep it PG. So or PG you have thirteen. The top no, no, shh, don't don't tell me. Don't oh, tell oh, me. Don't okay, give okay, it away. Okay, okay, okay. Don't give it away. Okay, a father would give advice to his son. I think on like. Women or relationships. Yes, that is the number one answer on the board. Ding, ding, ding. 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 <laughs> so actually, one. Okay, and the last uh, one. No, 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 no. I get to ask you a question oh, now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah we're going to take turns. Okay, okay. Go ahead. 
So, uh, oh, this is a good one. Name a place that would be profitable to rob if you could get away with it. A casino. Uh, yes, but that is not the top answer. Do you want to give another try to see if you get the top answer? Uh, any gas station right now. No, gas station is not on the list. Because of all the high prices in gas. Oh, I know, but everybody does credit cards, so that wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So gas station was not. So that's a. Eh. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess. The, uh, so casino was the third highest. The highest response. I mean, come on now. Use your brain. Name a place that would be profitable to rob if you could get away with it. Uh, any bank. Yes. Thank you. A bank. Okay. My turn. All right. Next one on my list. Okay. This one kind of pertains to sleeping. It says, how many hours of sleep do you need each night to feel awake for the next day? Five for me. That was, yes, that would be correct for you, but oh. it was not the top answer in the oh. board. <laughs> was it in the top five? Um, yes, it is. What number? Uh, four. Oh, so it's not super popular. Which is odd because, uh, okay. Well, People first, are going to say eight, of course. Yeah, eight, eight hours. Eight's the number one answer, but what's funny is that the, the bottom two answers, the ones that have been picked the least, were the one of the highest numbers or one of the lowest numbers? What, 10 and 5? 10 and 4. Oh. So 4 was the least picked, and then uh, 10 was the one up front of that. So So then I said 5. I was at number 3? Yes. Oh, you four. told me I was No, at- 4. I'm, this is confusing me. We can say it like that. <laughs> I'm just saying that the number one answer was 8. Okay, the- what's the number 2 answer? Uh, I lost my place. Oh, uh, 6. Okay, what's the number 3 answer? 7. What's the number 4 answer? 9. What's the number five answer? Five. <laughs> What's the number six answer? Ten. Oh, so it goes beyond that. Okay, well, we're only supposed to do top five. All right. So, Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So one next question. This is uh, very appropriate because <laughs> you'll love this one. What might a woman do when she catches her man checking out another woman? <laughs> oh, um, if it's you, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, first off, you slap me on the back of my head. <laughs> That was the number one answer. Hit him. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I would not slap you. I have never slapped you on or the back of the head. Or you punch me and be like, what are you looking at? I'll or, say, no, I'll look at you. Yeah. And I don't punch you. No, what you do is, I saw you checking the woman out. I say, no, I was looking at the sun over there because I was so bright in my face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I was, oh, you see that bird that flew by? What bird? That one right over there. It flew right over that yeah, way. Yeah. So the first answer, the top answer was what you said, like hit him. The second one was call him out on it. The no, that's third, what you do. Yeah. Then the third one was check her out too. <laughs> Why would you check her out? <laughs> to be like, what's turning his head? Like, psh. oh, yeah. And then like the last one on the list was beat up the other woman. <laughs> okay. That that one's a little extreme. That, that's a little Fresno. <laughs> yes, definitely it is. For sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, here's one. Being that tomorrow is Sunday as we record this, name something you do not want to do on a Sunday. Um. Well, since we're doing it tonight, podcasting. That is the number one answer on the board. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it even on there? Uh, is podcasting on the list for things you don't want to do? No, it's not. I'm sorry to tell you. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay, give me the categories. Well, I just told you, Sunday's up. No, what is it? Top answer. Well, you got to keep guessing, babe. No, top answer. The top answer is wake up early. Okay, next answer. Work, obviously. Okay, well, yeah, podcasting. Okay, next one. (laughs) Work, it's fun. (laughs) Errands. Oh, yeah. I like to do errands, but okay. Chores. Oh, podcasting, Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. Chores. Church. Oh, people don't want to go to church on Sunday? 
cook. And the last one they have is anything. Oh, that is true. If I could do nothing, that would be like a lovely Sunday. It's a day of rest. It was in the Bible. Except so, for so. me, tomorrow is not going to be a day of rest because it's wedding prep. Oh, well, there you go. All right. So here's an interesting one. Name something that adults are afraid of, even though they should know better. Um, Let me think. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens is on the list. There you go. But it's not. Well, I mean, it's number four. Do you want to take another guess to see? Let me think. Oh, What's how- something you're afraid of? Like a real thing that you're afraid of? Oh, gosh. Uh, being late to work. <laughs> no, you are not afraid of that. that. Actually, that is absolutely true. I'm not afraid of being late to yeah. work. <laughs> I am a master at being late to work every single day. Like I can master that. Like no, nobody's business. So like the first. Oh, I know. Have three be, on the list. Being broke. Thi- no. The first three on the list are things I'm afraid of. And then the last three are things that you're afraid of. Is it, is it bad hygiene? Uh, no, no. Okay, so the top one is ghosts. I'm definitely. I have afraid a bo. Of- bo would be on the list. No, Bad bo. Ghosts, monsters in the dark. I yeah. Mother-in-laws is that on there too? What you love my mom? I know. I'm just waiting. People, this is not my no, list. I'm okay. saying somebody else's list. Then you said aliens was number four. The fifth one on the list is the dentist. Yes. Uh, yes. And then the last one For is sure. taxes. They should go hand in hand. Taxes. <laughs> you know, what if you could open a, a tax like dentist office? You know? Nobody would come. But it'd be open it for like Halloween during the scary trail. <laughs> it's like on those scary trails you walk through. It's like there's a dentist office and a tax guy. Or no, the IRS is right there. Oh, it's like the in the haunted forest. It's right. like you walk through the dentist office and they're like. Oh, my goodness. And then you walk through the taxes and it's like somebody with a badge that's like IRS coming to get you. Oh, you're getting audited today. The audit team's after you. Okay, what's the next one? Okay, for you, I have this one. This is a good one considering the lottery was up there a little while ago. Uh, what is the first thing you would do if you inherited a million dollars? I, oh, half my school loans. I don't even know if a million would cover it. Uh, let's see if that was on the list. Uh, well, pay off debt is on the yeah. list, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. I would say I'd just get a gas, take a gas. That's what I would do. <laughs> With a million dollars, yep. It's about accurate. Um, the first thing people say on here with 27 people voting saying quit their job. Oh, yeah. But a million dollars. But doll- for one million dollars, that's like you can't – like in San Diego, that's like a starter home. <laughs> one million dollars, you quit your job. Like I guess you, if you really like had a really small place where your rent was really, really low, you probably could live there for about a couple years maybe I would think. But then after that, well, then what do you do? You know? Exactly. But yeah, I wouldn't quit my job for a million dollars. If it was like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's funny. Story. New house is on here. And so yeah. is vacation, new car. You know, the obvious stuff you would do when mm-hmm. you buy. It's basically spend stuff on myself. Nothing. Wait, is um, giving to the poor on the list? Absolutely not. Really? I'm sorry. Oh, but what is on the list is drugs. <laughs> Why did you say is giving to the poor on the list? I didn't ask you. Was that something in your own head? It was like a whole on. He's like, uh, giving to the poor? If No, it was not on the list. Thank you so much for asking. I would love to tell you. <laughs> well, it should be. But it was not. I'm sorry. Okay. So my turn. Yes. All right. Now, this is hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking, in a hypothetical world, if someone hypothetically asked you out on a date, what's an excuse you might give if you weren't interested? Um, well, first off, legally, and I would say truthfully, I would say I'm married, so I'm sorry. Oh, yes. This is the number one response that you're what? in a relationship. What? Or or what I would say was, it's against my religion. 
Um, okay, that's not on there. Or, that's or, a good I, one. or I would say, my space alien dad says I cannot do that. <laughs> or I would say, how about you're just honest and say I'm not interested? Or I would say, or I'd say, hey, um, I'm sorry, but by me dating you would up your value and decrease mine. <laughs> Your stock would go up, mine would go down. And I, I'm into business, so it's not a wise business decision <laughs> for me to date you. Yeah. The value, you know. You know what? You could just respond with, my wife and I would totally love to go out with you. Right. <laughs> well, how about this? Can I, ask, can I ask my wife first? <laughs> Let me ask real quick. We'll FaceTime. We'll be a fun thing. You know what's so funny is earlier when we were um, getting the tables into the setup inside of the cargo van, and you were like, so I was talking with this girl all day today, and I was like, excuse me, what? And then you were like, yeah, yeah, I mean, just like, just through Twitter, and I was like, and you were talking with another woman all day, and you were like, yeah, 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 but just about podcasting stuff, and you know, her and her husband are fans of mine. I'm like, mm-hmm, she's flirting with you through Twitter. Okay. And then uh, you told me the content of her podcast, and I was like, wait, 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 red flag, oh, red flag, Oh, she's going to be a guest flag. on our show coming up soon. Oh, okay. I Interesting. I'm just, just kidding. No, red flag, red flag. Definitely red room, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it PG. It's a red room show. Okay, you know okay. All right. That's enough. All right. So, uh, question. It's my turn, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Name a place you might pick up a date who isn't interested in a serious relationship. Um, Match.com. <laughs> I mean, look on the list here. Yeah. No, but you are. Tinder's on the list. Yeah. What's funny is when you and I started dating, you were like listed all of these things, like what you were looking for. And then I asked you, like, are you looking for like a long term relationship? And you're like, I don't really know. Like, we don't need to have a label on it. <laughs> so I was just Labels are about for that. peanut butter and jelly and mayonnaise. <laughs> Labels are for mayonnaise. <laughs> no, um, I would say, honestly, probably like a bar or a club. That's the number one. And number two, and then Tinder. And college is in here, too. I, I thought college was always a place you want to meet your, your sweetheart. That's what they teach you back in the olden days, right? It was like you go to college, you meet your man, and you get married, right? Mm. That's what they taught you? <laughs> they taught me. You, go, you go to college and you meet your man? Well, that's what I heard. Okay. You know? well, all I'm, right. I mean, not me personally. I'm just saying. Like, you go to college, university, to meet your soulmate. And oh, you, you meet your soulmate? All or right. Or the mall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how you do it. I'm cruising down. Uh, what is it? Mollison? <laughs> there you go. All right. My turn. Name a gift you can pick up at the last minute. Oh, gosh. Um, last you should be an expert in this. Yes. Just list everything you've purchased for me in the last six months. <laughs> Let's think, I'm thinking all my Christmas presents for you and all the birthday presents I ever got you. It's like, can you get it at a convenience store? Perfect. That's Chris is an Those expert. Those roses they have, right, as you – I don't know if they still have them or not. The 7-Elevens used to sell these. Like the single-wrapped roses? Right. I with think, like the red heart uh, plastic uh, 100%. cellophane? Right. You know, if, if you're in high school back in the day, I used to do this. Like – you want to go on a date with a girl or you're going to meet some girl. You go there to pick up your rose and you kind of like, hey, I got this for you. You better take a little cheesy wrapper off it. You got to make it look all fancy and nice. And you're like, hey, like I got for you. you like, oh, my gosh, you're so sweet. You're so, so. Yeah, you know, because you're so special. You know, you're special. You're a special girl in my life. So I figured, you know, I treat you to a dollar rose. And then <laughs> sitting in your backpack, you have five other roses, roses perking up. And you're like, I just had to, you know, cover my plan A, B, C, and D. <laughs> <laughs> right something like that so uh yeah so flowers was number three on the list what else could you pick up at the last minute okay well that's just a single rose well 
Let me think for a gift. Um, oh, you know what I always like to do is that if I'm running by like a food place or like say Starbucks or something, I mean, who doesn't like a good Starbucks gift card? I mean, right, that, so, I, that mm-hmm. always seems to work for pretty much everybody. In anything. So gift certificate, gift certificate was at the top and then cash was next. Cash, cash has worked. I think cash itself always feels a little too cheesy. It always feels a little bit too much like you didn't put really any thought to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it depends on how much cash. If it's like a wad of like ones and three, fives and like 10 or something mm-hmm. from your wallet, like obviously just pulled out of your wallet, mm-hmm. you can see, and you're like, here you go. That's what I have in my wallet right now. Mm-hmm. Now that seems like really low work, you know, but if it's like a couple hundred dollar bills, even a hundred kind of like nicely folded and kind of put in an envelope or something. <laughs> So now we have conditions for the cash. It's like it's asking here about a last minute gift, Chris. So well, it takes. I guess you have to go to the bank, get the hundred dollar bill, and all that stuff. Um, Just get a twenty and like make it folded into a heart. If you have a twenty, like today, I was at the car wash today, right? You were at the car wash today. I went to the yellow one by my parents' house. I went over there, right? And the guys are doing the drawing, and I look at my wallet, and I'm like. Oh, I have nothing to tip these guys with. How did you even go to a car wash without checking your wallet first? Like that's like grown ups one on one. I had, I thought I had cash. I thought I had a few bucks. For no, a tip. you didn't because you gave it to me. Well, see, there you go. Exactly, but well, you gave it to me a week and a half ago. Well, see, that's a big problem. You know, like when I was going to the car wash on the reg, I used to have like twenty on the reg, <laughs> twenty bucks on me. You know, for tips and stuff like that. Every time you say that, it makes me totally think like we're back in college. You're like. When I used to go to Taco Bell on the reg, <laughs> I'd get the seven layer burrito. Uh-huh. And it was like, it's like totally amazing. whatever. Yeah. MG. And those hot sauces aren't even hot. I like drink them. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's my turn. All right. Because uh, you asked the last one, right? No, you just did the one about the uh, what pickup for a uh, last minute date. Yeah, but. Last minute uh, gift. Oh, yes. Okay, your turn. So it's my turn. Let's see what we got here. Get back on track. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, uh, oh, I got to get my next list. Oh, you ran out of questions. We're on the next list here. Okay, let's see here. Buckle up, buttercup. Here we go, round two. Okay, this is one I actually do like here. It's like, okay, speaking of this, you're going through this stuff right now with your construction build and- Okay, come on. All that stuff. Name a reason people would take out a loan. Um, Plastic surgery. <laughs> uh, no, that's not on the list. I thought oh, it would be. No, it's not. No, because they wouldn't. Because they wouldn't take out a loan on something like that. Okay, you so can, a loan for do. like home improvement. Well, buying a house is number one. But what's another one? Home improvement has to be on there. No, it's actually not. What? But somebody, Christine Smith Designs, is it now? Yeah. Starting a. Starting a business. There you go. That's on the list. Well, I didn't take a, out a loan to start my business. But people do to start a business. Oh yeah. You know, um, not, but not me. There's two on this list. I think are really kind of like shady. I would say, what? So like, pay off the cronies that stole your kidney? Kind of, yeah. Kind <laughs> okay, of. What are they? Well, okay. Think about this. You're taking out a loan. Just tell me to pay debt. Oh yeah, I've I've seen people do that. You know, like you. Where, take- well, they take off a loan because that's like a lower interest rate to pay off a debt that they had, and so I mean. I see people do it all the time. Like when they do their uh, cash out refinances on their house, yeah. it's kind of the same thing. Or a loan, like the payday loans. Right. Because yeah. that's a loan. Right. But the interest rates are nuts on those Right. Things. But it's still to pay off debt or whatever. Right. Right. So. Right. And the last one on this list, I think it's hilarious, is that I do not recommend doing this. Okay. And that is gambling. Oh, yeah. Take a loan. to g- If you got to take money out. 
to gamble. Then you, you got issues. You got, you got <laughs> some serious issues. And I heard that the, uh, what is it, the fees at the uh, ATM machines at the casino, not the regular ATMs, but the ones where you can swipe your credit card and do the credit card loans because the credit card hits you with super high interest for taking the cash. Yeah. Plus the ATM hits you for taking their cash out of the machine. It is crazy expensive, but people right. do it all the time. All that to say, follow our instructions where we say, if you're going to go gambling, only take what you're comfortable losing and never go to try and get a leg up because, you know, you can't rely on casinos to be like a safety net for you or to like be a get rich quick thing. And it's yeah, they're, just they're, dangerous. And they are in business for a reason. Exactly. Okay, my turn. All right, go ahead, baby. <laughs> when a man gets a new woman during his midlife crisis, Ooh. how old is she? Uh, 21. Yeah, that was the number three answer. 21 because they go to the bar and mm-hmm. she's young and yep. she's in her prime and all that. So In her prime? What does that even mean? I, just... She's in her prime? <laughs> like, so what What are you going to say? Your wife sitting across from you right now is 41. So you am are? I like I past thought... my expiration date? <laughs> no, you're not 65 yet. Come on what? now. Is 60 is 60s in the on the list? No, it's not. It was like 20 oh, 65 plus. Yeah, there was a few that I answered it, but yeah, um I guess that that no. I mean, I see women older women going for younger men too, but they're more If you're an older guy like now when they say midlife crisis, what age are they thinking that would be like for a guy? Well, you tell me what you think midlife is. 50? What? <laughs> 40? Normally like 45. Like my age? Well, I don't know. Are you 45? Almost. Yeah, you are. So it would be like trading me in for a 20-something. You know what the funny thing is? I would would have to trade you in for something. Um, The 20-something would would want to come come over to join me. I'd be like, no, thank you. I pass. Thank you. And why is that? Because I'm married to you, baby. Oh, you're so sweet. Right. And I'm not handling a midlife crisis yet. What I do with my- Oh my gosh. Did you literally (laughs) just say that? I'm not handling a midlife crisis yet. (laughs) But I will be. And what I- What? What what I do with I had my last midlife crisis. You know what I did? You bought the Z. There you go. Yeah. And then the next midlife crisis, you started a podcast. And then- I mean, you have a midlife crisis. Like, it's more like a midweek crisis, and it happens yeah. every Wednesday. So, the next one I'm going to do is I think I'm going to buy the <laughs> Let new. Let me plan this midlife crisis. <laughs> I want to buy the new Z when it comes out, but I don't know how many to get one, and that's going to be super expensive. So, Christine Smith Designs better be making some bank. What? What are you talking about? I'm you not buying put, a Z. We need to put a little jar aside next to your office that says Z Fund, and you put a little quarter in there every time. What are you talking about? You know what? I'll put a quarter in there for every time you lift a finger to help me with the business. So, oh by, the, so by the time of your next midlife crisis, you'll have two coins to rub together. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I can maybe have four and mimic like the tires and the wheels and run down the road. Okay. Now, speaking of tires, speaking of driving, this one's my favorite, one of my favorite ones on the list. Okay. Name something people do when they try to get out of a speeding ticket. Um. Well... Uh, I cried. <laughs> That's funny you say that. That is the number one answer on the board. <laughs> Cry. Does that really work? And then the second one I would say is flirt. That is the number two answer <laughs> on the board. And then the Wait. number three one is um, fake an emergency. Let's see. Is that on the list? Um, <laughs> no. But, but some of these answers are hilarious. Okay, tell us. Okay, the next one it says, 
plead innocence or ignorance. It, ignorance, yeah. yeah. like, I don't know. That stop sign was even there. Yeah, or it's like, I didn't know that it went down to only an 85 mile an hour zone. I thought it was, I thought that it was 175. I thought it said speed of light, not speed limit. <laughs> or when did they start put painting stop signs red? <laughs> I'm colorblind. I can't, see I can't read. <laughs> I can't see. I can't. I'm actually blind. I can't see right now. <laughs> We're not laughing at people being blind. I'm sorry. But, that is not. But I'm. Oh gosh, Chris, so here, here's, we've spiraled. We've digressed. This so here's some. Here are good. some of the answers people have suggested. Offer money. <laughs> oh, so bribery. Hey, hey, here's a five fiver spot, officer. You can get me out. <laughs> <laughs> how about I, how about you let me just speed on over to Starbucks and I'll get you a grande extra tall. Hey, hey, no, it's the police officer, honey. You got to go to Winchell's Donuts. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Winchell's isn't or, even open anymore. Oh, is it? Oh, well, it shows how I, what okay, I Okay, what are the other ones? Ask for a warning. Can I get a warning, please? I guess I come into like begging. Probably. Oh, no, I did. I've done that before. One time I cried. One time I got really irritated because the guy was rude. And I was like, I totally slowed down. And he's like, uh, ma'am, you sped back up again. I was like, I was going downhill and I'm in a rental SUV. He did not like that. He was in training. Well, the next couple... <laughs> Three on the list. I would not recommend doing. Okay, for, nobody can for, even understand you. Slow it down. Okay. Take a breath. Take a breath. Next three, it says, uh, "Drive away." <laughs> and that was, ladies and gentlemen, and that is how he got arrested. <laughs> Drive away when the cops write his little ticket book out. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, it says, "I don't know how this would even work. Maybe if you're famous, you can ask for a selfie." <laughs> hey, wouldn't do a selfie with me instead? Maybe you know, get a ticket. Yeah, I'll autograph your phone. Oh my gosh, that might work. And the th- last one on the list, I don't really recommend this one at all. It says offer body. What? Like offer, you know, women, you know, men, whatever. Af- offer do favors, you know, hush. Oh hush. my gosh, that's so inappropriate. Well, Why would it even be on there? Two people picked it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's that. <laughs> Makes me wonder how many speeding tickets they've had to be able to answer in that way. Okay. Uh, Next question. (laughs) Keep this one PG rated. Not even PG-13. Name something that you probably shouldn't send in an email. Uh, Oh, I know. You probably shouldn't send your bank information. Like like you say, you never mention like your social security number and like your name, address. Like anything you put like for applying for like a credit card, you really shouldn't send that on an email. Yeah, social social security oh, password, number was, passwords to be going to. Yeah, social security number was number three. Password is number two. Um, <laughs> Your home address, maybe I would say no, that too. The number four one. I don't know why anybody would send this a virus. How like, can you why? send? Oh, like a computer virus. <laughs> I know. Kind of thing? But I know. why would you send it in an email? Um, what shouldn't I send? Hmm, let me think about it. Let me send this virus to my friend. I don't think it'll hurt their computer very much. Well, malware, I heard it gets attached to your email. You don't even know it. It gets sent out. Like That's, that's what, why it's called mal. Oh, yeah. Because huh. it's bad. Whoa. Maybe it's malware because it's like muy mal means very bad in Spanish. Maybe well, it's, Maybe they invented it. Yeah. May, yeah. Oh. <laughs> mal. Hey, does your computer need a vaccine uh, for, for your viruses? <laughs> would, would the COVID shot work on your computer? <laughs> And does it need a booster? I don't know. (laughs) What has gotten into you today? Oh, my word. You're too much. Okay. I'm out of questions now. Oh, I got some good ones. Ask me one more. I got some good ones. Just pick one final one. Okay. This is is going since uh, dating, relationships, and marriage. Just ask the question. You can't preface it. Family feud. I always have to preface that. No. Do with my questions, baby. Okay. 
Who do you really hope not to run into when you're out on a date? Um, my ex. Yes, that's the number one answer. Yeah, of course. And uh, and then the next one would be like coworkers. Yes, coworker or boss. That is correct. Yeah, and then the next one would be like um, like a friend you don't see anymore. Uh, I guess a the ex when they fall in the same category. No, no, like um. Oh yeah, friend is on the list too. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, on the list, high on the list. Okay, what else? A parent. Oh yeah. Sibling. Uh, okay. A mugger. Mugger. If it was, I can't even recover from that one. Or the next one might, you know, like this one. How about drunk? <laughs> Who would you not want to see on on a date drunk? I, oh, maybe you don't want to see them drunk. Maybe that one too. And the next one, <laughs> you the, 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 my, see a mugger. <laughs> my most favorite thing on this entire list of things of people you do not want to run into while you're on a date is your spouse. <laughs> oh my gosh are you trying to tell me something dear oh uh, that's one thing that's really hard to get out of like hey honey uh, meet my friend Susie. um i was just walking her to her car yeah and no we weren't holding hands i was uh fixing a splinter in her pinky <laughs> yes talking about that one that has got to be like i've heard some horror stories where people have been on like with their mistress or whatever and their spouse, like there's always some, uh, is it a sitcom or a movie where that kind of happens in scenarios where they kind of crisscross, you know, like the guy or the girl's messing around and they kind of crisscross with the other uh, husband or spouse and then all hell breaks loose and it becomes drama city, you know? Well, if, you know, reasonably so, I, you know, bring back old memories for myself. I didn't run into him with that other person, but I did find out about it and it was like, I can't believe it, but I know I always kind of wondered, like me too, same situation. But how would it be like if you physically like ran into him like out in a public setting? Like that, just uh, I can only imagine what it'd be like. You know, the, the anger and the rage would just like well up and you know, yeah. Be well, crazy. let's let's not go there because we've had a really fun episode and we don't need to leave it on like a downer. We just need an upper. Okay, for sure. Then I got one more for you, baby. Okay. Nobody can hear you. What are you saying? I'm trying to find my list. You're trying to find your list? You threw them on the ground. Well, I was trying to reach and get it. Okay. I know. you're Because you're trying to be like a radio personality where you're like, flipped over this page and let's just drop it on the ground. Be like, moving on, everybody. Oh, this is kind of like a simple, like, you know, whatever one. But here we go. Okay. Take it home. Name a food you might buy from a cart in a park. Ice cream. That is the number one answer. Oh, those little and the other one, corn. The what is? Corn. Corn. Elote. What? Oh my gosh, you're so white. You're not Mexican. Buying corn from a cart? Yes. Oh my gosh, the elote man. You've never bought corn from a cart. Is it cut off the cob or no? It's on the cob, and then they they have so it's on carts. Yes. They sell it on a cart. It's like you. It's kind of like a hot dog stand, but it's like you open it up and it's hot inside, and the corn is all cooked, and it's on a stick. And then they'll like add butter, or I mean, some people put mayo on it. I don't eat mayo. It sounds like fair food. Really. It, it no no no. It's like it's like savory. It's called elote, and it's like street corn. It's what it's called Mexican street corn. Oh, and fantastic! So it's like butter, and then like some little spiciness, and it's so delicious. Is corn not on the list? Are you telling me that? 
Um, actually, no, it's not. You want to know the list? Rage Against the Machine. It was made by a white person. Ah, uh, well. Um, this is not a culturally a- responsive actually, question. Actually, if you want to s- keep down that same path, we do have one item that's sold on a cart that is in that culture's wheelhouse. What? Tamales? No. Churros. There you go. Oh, my. In that culture's. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, listen. Water, s- soft drink, pretzel, and hot dog. And a lote. And ice cream from a cart. Yeah. How many of those other than the churro are from any other cultures? Uh, I don't know. Oh, hot dogs from uh, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Okay. I have to. Okay. Oh, pret- of, pretzels from Germany, Okay. Right? Speaking of speaking of interesting uh, cultures. So I got a random text this week from uh, your former spouse and she she's wonderful. But it was so funny because she was saying that Mason, our youngest, needed to take something to school that represented his culture, but it had to fit in his hand. And so she and I were going back and forth on text message because we were like, what's his culture? And she's like, I don't know. We're kind of like a little bit of everything. He doesn't really have like a culture. And you can't just go in and be like, well, my culture is American because then that might like put everybody else down because. Why would it put everybody else down? Because it's like saying that it's his culture because he's a, you know, a white boy or something like that versus somebody like me who would say like, oh, well, you know, I'm Mexican. So I'm bringing something Mexican for my culture. (laughs) So. We were like brainstorming and I could not help her come up with anything. What is she? She's not uh, white herself. Well, but she does, you know, it's kind of like a smattering of different things. And so she didn't want to like put her finger on any one thing because that's the interesting thing about Jacob and Mason is the way that they're raised isn't like they belong to a specific culture, which is very different from me. It's like my dad's white, but I know he's German. And so we know that background. And my mom's Mexican, and that's really what I identify as. And so if I was going to take something, I would, like, think of, you know, something from the Mexican culture that I could, like, fit in my hand. I don't know what that would be. So we ended up settling on a baseball, and here's why. It's not really a cultural element, but what we said is to what we talked with Mason about is that because he doesn't have a specific culture that he identifies with, his family has come together around baseball, and that's the family culture is celebrating a sport that we all love to enjoy together. And oh, so okay, it was okay. very interesting when you were talking about like the food stuff. It made me think about the culture question because we were just tackling that on like Thursday night, I think. And so it's just a very interesting question. If you were to say like what your specific racial ethnic background is, what would you say? <sighs> like, do you even know? Uh, no. Um, yeah, what do I am? Like, what yeah. Am I, what ba- are you? What I, are you are in your background? I believe I am. Other than stubborn. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is a culture that I'm a president of, by the way. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I'm German and, and English. So yeah. So what would that be? Germany, I guess. I mean, yeah, you could bring like something from like the German culture or from like the British culture and. It's just interesting because when you think about it, there's so many like like me. I was raised to know that I'm Mexican and there's very unique components of our culture that we embraced within my household. And then when Shannon asked me that question about like what Mason should take, I really had to pause and reflect like, holy crud, like our kids. I mean, Ezekiel talks about being Mexican and he talks about his other side of the family's background. 
But like Jacob and Mason, if somebody was to ask them what their background is, they wouldn't be able to really answer like what their ancestry is. I think that that's something we need to sit down with your mom and dad. Well, and they we do need have those, those tests you can do. You I know, know, but that doesn't really like your parents know what their background is. We do need they? to get it. I don't know. Yeah, we need to get into this. I think that I we need want to, to do try a better one, job. I always want to try one of those. I always saw those commercials. You when should they, do the dog DNA one. <laughs> The dog DNA on you. Does that work? (laughs) I wonder what the results would be if you took a dog DNA. Well, it's like saying I would take a pregnancy test. What happens? You know, you you never know. I can't get pregnant these days. I seen the meme, you know. But uh, I was kind of wondering about like I saw the commercial about the guy who who said like I found out I was related to so and so who worked on such and such who did this somewhere or something like that. What did you just say? That sentence didn't even make sense. That so and so such and such somewhere. Well, this guy says like hey i found out i'm related to the guy who was related to the guy who was really who did this project on manhattan or something you know whatever oh you mean like on the ancestry.com or whatever yes that would find out what your culture is it would find out where because it goes works off your dna it does work off your dna yes it does and it's interesting but i mean that's like telling you when you don't really know anything about your background or going like way, 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 way back. Well, Jacob Mason might be able to do that. because Possibly. But I think that we need to do a better job of like researching what their heritage is by talking with their grandparents on both sides of the family. I think that would be a very good activity for them because I really had to have that moment of like, holy crud, what do we do? And so I was saying that you know, because Jacob and Mason's stepdad is Mexican and I'm Mexican, that they're becoming more accustomed to the Mexican culture. And so they are associating with it, even though they aren't Mexican, but they do have two family members who are. And so I was like, well, what would he take since he has to take it tomorrow? And I just said, like, maybe a little jar of salsa or something. Oh, well. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, or a pack of hot sauce from Taco Bell. <laughs> That's insulting. Is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know. Something put in your hand. I thought about it. You know, like what could fit in your hand? You said a jar of salsa. That's kind of big. I would have taken, I think I would have probably taken, because of who I am, a little tiny dollar horse from Kingsburg. Yes. Because yes. we do have Swedish in my heritage. And that's also a culture that I was raised around, even though I'm not like super Swedish. I was raised in this little Swedish village in California. And so that's definitely part of like who we all were, you know, as children, there's like certain little Swedish phrases that are like posted around town and things like that. And so I would take a little dollar horse. Oh, fantastic. I actually wrote on one too. There's a picture <laughs> of me somewhere online, maybe on social media, of definitely. me actually sitting on top of one, giving a yeehaw <laughs> on the old dollar horse. Ball. Well, Chris, thank you so much for putting that fun game together for us. Any words that you want to share with our, I almost said with our clients, and with our clients, with our fans? Yeah, well, you guys be good to each other. We're being good to us. And uh, (laughs) you keep on, keep on, keep on being you. Keep on being you. And where can our (laughs) listeners find out more about our show? You can head over to the old internet at chrisandchristineshow.com and you head over there you can see everything you want to know about us the Chris and Christine Show Podtastic Audio and now Christine Smith Designs is right on over there and I have to tell you some people have been checking out my website and I'm pretty confident that it's come from listening to this podcast because 
I've had some amazing traffic on my website this week. From, you can track that through. Oh, yeah. What? It notifies me anytime anybody's on my website and then exactly where in the world they're they're visiting from. Does and it so, say what link they click to get there? No, it doesn't. But I, you know what? I'll look at my analytics. But um, it's interesting because I've had uh, quite a bit of traffic from Canada and the UK over the course of this week. And I know we have a good listener base in both of those countries. Right. And also on Podtastic Audio, I always mention the website. So it could be from there too. So Absolutely. And so just remember, if you're checking out my website, that even though I am based in California, more specifically in Southern California... I do have a passport and I will travel to you. I would Look love, at that. I would love, love, love to plan your fantastic wedding celebration in whatever country you choose to go to. Uh, here's a little plug. Bali. I would be happy to go to Bali, Fiji, Australia, Canada, any place in Europe. Yeah. That's my little plug. And... I look forward to hearing from you. And if you book now, you get 5% off the first day. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a goofball. Well, thank you everybody so much for for listening in. We hope that you had fun with us this week. We know that it was a little bit different with us not having a guest, but we just wanted to reconnect with our listeners and let you know a bit more about us and have some fun with us. And we'll be back with you next, next week. week.